0: Test, the last line, of In the Mishnah, we spoke about different types of dyes and different types of paper. And then the Mishnah stated, It has to be written in ashuris in Hebrew, on parchment, and the ink that he used must be di, which is a black ink. And the Gemara starts. What is sam? Sam? It's some sort of a dye. Some say. It's some sort of a yellow gold colour. Sikra, omra um, babachana, Shema. its name is Sikrusa. Rashi says it's a red dye that he used to dye shutters with. Kumas, kuma, that's the sap of the tree. And we continue on Dr. that the Mishra spoke about is a black dye or some sort of a shoe polish. And all these things are the types of inks that are possible to use to write a Megillah. Diftera is a type of a parchment, the the that it actually is an unprocessed parchment which is salted. And it was put through the process of taking flour and water and mixing them together and making some sort of a paste, which was part of the process of softening and making parchment ready to use. However, it wasn't completely processed because they didn't yet put gold nuts on top of this paper. And the yarn where the mission said that's puzzled to write in megillah on a that's referring to papyrus. And Rashi says, it was some sort of crushed grass that they used to put together with some glue, and that's papyrus. And I even on the bottom of the Futresa base, Beis, Maskal's we where says that kankatum is also it's also to use kankatum as an ink. Meshum neshivis says in passive v'chassav umacha gabis It says in pasuk nasa b'negei soita v'chassav umacha k'sav shiachal lumchais that you have to have a k'sav that can be erased. V'diyoy shiish ben kankatum any ink that has a this ingredient called the kankatum any shiachal cannot be erased. In addition, Taisa points out that even though in Agamar it was mashmalah, that in order to have parchment that's kosher to use for a Megillah, it has to be maliach vikamiach, and also has gold nuts in it. However, Zuck that the specific requirement of the Gemara is not necessarily that it has gold nuts exclusively. As Rebbein Tam explains, shanu Noisim b'klafim Shalanu that the line that they used to put into their cloth in order to process it in the time of Rebbein Tam, Mahani kafatim, is similar to A'afatim. And Tyson explains that the requirement of our Gemara is that you have to make sure that the parchment is a type of parchment that at this point, if you will erase it, it will be noticeable, and therefore it won't be able to be If You won't be able to forge that document. And the Gemara continues, they have." have To make sure to write the Megillah in Hebrew, the siva, instead of the pascha, and therefore we learn it has to be written the same way that Mordechai and Esther wrote it, which was in Ashuris. And the Mishnah continued, I'll say for you have to write it on parchment, which was completely processed and with black ink called yay. The Gemara asked me, how do we know? As the siva, we learn out a drusher from the word siva that says in Megillah, Sesta to the word that it says in Yemiah relevant to writing Megillah's Echa. It says over here, that Esther Malka wrote, and it says over there. But Yehimel Baruch, Baruch. said to them. Elias, from his mouth, he read to me all these words. This is exactly how he told me to write Megill And I wrote Megill on parchment and with black ink called Yoy. Interestingly enough, that although Teisa said on Yeruchesah and Beiz, that the reason why he was also to use, was because it says because it has to be it has to be able to be erased. And countim is so strong that you can't erase it. However, over here Teisa says then it still has to. Be be a Dabashel kayama It can't be something that disappears very quickly. It has to be something which will last a long time. And therefore, you have two categories that you require. First of all, it has to be Ksav but also it has to be something that's the Dabashel kayama And the Mishnah continued, Ben-Ir Shahal If there's a person from a regular city that would read the Megillah on Yudal Ado, and he goes to a krach which reads on Tesbab Ado or Ben-Krach, or someone that's from a krach, that's Mukhab Chayim Meshi benon, and therefore he would generally read on the 15th of Adda, Shahal and he goes to a city that reads on the 14th of So in if he's going to go back to his place before Purim, which we'll explain and define in a moment, then he's going to read like his makim, meaning the Ben Ear would read on the fourteenth and the Ben krach would read on the fifteenth. But if not, he would read with them on that day. And therefore, he'd read, for example, Ben Eir would read on the fifteenth and Ben Krah would read on the fourteenth. From what point in the do you have to start reading, and you'll be yitzah. Ramea says you start from mei and you go all the way till the end of Megillah. And Rabbi Yehuda says you start me issue who the ha'yavishushan b'irah So you start from that Pasik, and then you go till the end of the Megillah. Rabbi Yitzhi states me and you start from that point on the Megillah and onward. And the Gemara will explain this and the Gemara will also bring a fourth sheet later on from a pshim vayichai. And we begin the Gemara. Um, Rav, Rav states that in the Mishnah we said that if you have a Ben crack, someone is supposed to lay in on the fifteenth. Shalchliirin went to the city that reads on the fourteenth, and we said him also lachzol that if he's going to go eventually back to his place, then he reads like his makam and he read on the 15th. So, Loshano al the only time we said that is only if he's going to go back to his makam on the night of the 14th. And Rashi explains him, If he leaves the city physically prior to Mudashacha of the 14th during the day, then we said that even though he's still in that city during the night and the 14th, he still doesn't have to read with them because he's planning on leaving prior to Amun and he actually will leave prior to Amun since the morning and that's the Iqa day of and Megillah he won't be there he's not even considered a person that lives in the city even for one day and the Gemara continues but if he's not planning to leave that evening and he's going to actually still be there in the morning then he reads with the Kfar or with that ear because their day is on the 14th and he becomes a part of Ben he becomes a member of that city because at the point of Amur HaShachar he was still in the city therefore he's considered part of that city and Rashi says even if his idea and his intent is to leave that day on Purim itself he still would lay on Yudal Ada. now the question is what would happen if he leaves the city on Purim itself on Yudal and he gets to his actual krach where they're laying on the 15th and he gets there before the evening would he have to lay in another time the discuss discussed that and Amur Rav Rav states how do I know that Paraz Ben is Nikru the Chsiva the Pasik Pasuk that therefore those Jews that live in open cities that dwell in open cities so, it talks about the Jews that are called prazim. so why does it say again the paris ben and paris is telling you that that is actually a rebuy that says anyone that's in that Paraz that's in that open city even for one day they're considered part of that city and therefore they would read on you now although Rav doesn't speak about this however the same would be in exactly the opposite case if someone that lives in a city and they lay in the Megillah on your and and they go to a city that's a crack that's Mukah Chayim and they lay in on the 15th so if he's in that city on the 15th at night and he's planning on leaving by the next morning then the din would be that he would actually be on the 14th like his city because he's not a member of the crack however if he's going to be in the crack until the morning he's not going to leave prior to the morning then the din is that he would read like a crack and he would read on the 15th and not on the 14th and the Gemara now continues on that point Exactly and the Gemara says Ashkhan Pars, we see that if a Ben Craft goes to a pars he goes to an open city that did Ben parz, that it gives a person the status that is considered like a resident of the city, Legabe magilla But the Gemara now asks mukuf minon. how do we know that the same thing applies that someone that's in a walled city for one day that is considered part of that city? And on that the Gemara answers that Svaru. that's a Svaru me a Svaru that if someone that lives in a city that's not walled for one day is considered part of that city. So mukuf ben me certainly that someone's in a walled city for one day, we would also give him a din that he's considered like a resident of that walled city and therefore he would read on the 15th and not on the 14th. Now we've learned our seger like Rashi learns and that actually struggle with the Svarah of Midrash Ben-Yayim, kara Parish, Mukav Ben-Yayim, kara Muka, Muka, Muka. because it makes sense where Ben-Krach went to an ear and therefore on the 14th he was in the city that lanes on the 14th. So over there it makes sense that he should be considered part of the city and therefore he should lane on the 14th because now it's the actual time for Chiyavah However, in the other case, you're taking a bent ear, someone that's supposed to lean on your dollar, and he goes to a crack, and then the Shaila should be laying on the 15th. Based on our sugya, we would have to wait until the 15th in the morning to see if he was part of the crack or not. And on the day of the 14th, which is really his main chi of Amagillah, because he comes from an ear, at that point, that should be the time that should determine if he's part of the city or if he's part of the crack. And the Gemara continues, but Rav, and states, Ben Le'ir, if there's a person from a small city that the Mishnah say that that they could go in and they could read the Megillah on Monday and Thursday. And he goes to a city that reads on And Rashi states clearly that this person already laid the Megillah on the Monday and Thursday before. And Ravi states, and as Rashi says, that even if his intent is to leave that city and go back to his kfar prior to morning, prior to Amudashacha, he still would read with the city during that night on your and it's of Rashi that Kari, Imari, and B'Leilod he reads together with the people of the city on the night of Yudal But if he leaves before the morning, then potentially he would not have to lay in again on Yudal during the daytime, because for that of Mikra Megillah. he already was Yaitza when he was and, Maktisa, and he laid the Megillah on the prior Monday or Thursday. And Rava explains my time of what the reason that I say that they still have to read on Yudal Addo, High by the that these people really should lay in on Yudal Addo just like a regular city. The reason why we said they could be is because will make in order they could provide water and food to their brothers that live in the Krachim, and therefore we made a kula, they could go Hani when do we say their kula when they're in their town and they can't come in that evening? But when they're in the city in any case, then they have to read like the people of the city, they have to read on Yidal Adar at night. Just to point out, although Rubber says a svarva over here, that the reason why we will make on them is, which seems it was a taiva for the people in the Krachim. However, the gemara actually on that d'orah base comes out me a safkem ayim mazon. Since they actually provide water and food to those people, therefore we gave them a Kula, which is la toyva sakfarim and not la toyva sak kachim. And the achrayim discuss why is it that Rava is actually going and bringing down the havminu gemara on that d'orah base. And the gemara continues. Aishvabaya, Aishvabaya asked the following We have a brisa ben kach shaloch If there's a person from a walled city at least on Tezvav and he goes to a city of Kaimai. it doesn't make a difference if he leaves before Amunashacha, or if he doesn't leave before Amunashacha. he's always going to on the 15th so right away Abayah says this Bryson doesn't make any sense because Ben Krah how can you tell me that this is a story where there's a person from a Krah that's supposed to lane on the 15th that's dependent on if he's leaving before Amunashacha. that's from a Mishnah El it must be that what the Bryson meant to say is Ben clear that if there's someone from a small town that's Maktimulia Maktiso and he goes to a city that lands on Yudalad he goes based on when this small city land already and therefore he would not land on Yudalad and Robert just said that no matter what he lands on Yudalad so Nathagimura says <inaudible> didn't you by himself say that this price has difficulty and therefore you have to change the word Benkrach to Benkfar so tani, so therefore read that instead of saying that the price is stated we reads like his own place the way that you should read this price is that that he actually reads together with the people of the city, and he reads on Yudal Ado, exactly like has stated, and therefore you're right. The b'risu was mistaken, and the Brice was mishnah bested in two different ways. Number one, instead of saying that it was Ben krach, it's a Ben krach, and number two, at the end when it said Ben Kach or Ben we should read a Ben Kach or Ben and we continue with the Gemara. The Mishnah stated Mehechan Kariyimayin Simigel, and we saw three shittes. Ramiya said you read the entire Megillah Kula. you to send me Yehudi, and Rabbi Yosi said Meachad Vameila Gidol Meachach. As and the Gemara now brings down a fourth sheet tiny The Khiv that we have to read the Megillah starts from the pasuk of hu And and they all learn from the same pasuk. The pasuk says in Megillah sestavat and the end of the pasuk says and we learn out as follows: a coin from that says you have to read the entire Megillah. He he learns that when it says in Megillah as called Teikiv, it's talking about Teikiv v'Shalach the strength of Cheshveish, which starts at the first Pasik, and it says that he ruled over the entire world. Uman dam and the one that says Me Ishihoodi, which was a sheet of Rabbi Mordechai, we're talking about the strength of Mordechai. That only starts on the pasuk of Ishihudi. Uman Machad Mechad Varm Haman, we're talking about the strength of Haman. Achad Varm Gita Gidah al as Haman ben Amdasa. Umandam dam B'leilah Hu, we're talking about the strength of the niece. And the started when the Melach couldn't sleep. That night, and therefore he realized that he owed Mordechai a favor, and started the whole Nesa Purim. Rav Huna says that all of them learned from a different pasuk, but all from one pasuk. According to a man, it says you have to read the entire Megillah. What did Achashverosh see? They decided to make a party and use the candle base in Midrash. The reason was because he saw that it was already seventy years from his khajbin, and Kli Yisrael didn't have a Gula, and therefore he felt it was safe. To go use the Kalan based English and they never could be redeemed. Umar the Khatal Vashti. And what happened at that point? They killed Vashti and the skalg of, and therefore they had the nas of Purim. Umda Ummar Mishudi, and a quantum of you that says he stopped at Mishudi, Maram Morakai dictated by Why is that Murachai incited Haman by not bowing down to him? I'll coq the shovel. Because Haman felt that he was Avaidazara, the therefore Murachai felt it was awesome to bow down to him. Umar Gilim, this Rachel, and because of that, the nas of Puram occurred because of the Skhs of Morakai. Umar Mechad Bamela. Basically, it says he started from Achad Ramela from Haman, Marman, Shadam Why is it that Haman hated all the Jews and wanted to kill them? The reason is because Mordecai didn't bow down to him. And what happened at the end result to Haman the solo that's one of that eventually he was destroyed, and they hung him as well as the children on the tree on the gallows. And the quote of Shemikai that says you start from Balilahu, Maru Why did Achashvir decide on that night to bring the and to see what was written in that book, Alkacha. Because of this, the Zimte Esther Bade. Because Esther invited Haman to the Suda together with him. And what happened? This Racheshi saw that the Neis nice occurred. Amrav Chelba that you have to read the entire Megillah. Even according to Manda Amrav, it says that you read from Ishihoodi or according to any other other Manda Amrav. That there's no question that the Tari Megillah has to be there because otherwise it would be a partial Megillah, and then it would be a problem of being here our pair we have come over and we have the crease safer the middle is called a safer it says in the puzzle bintha safer with the and it's also called the guys it says the kaimis garius propermosos has shainess and therefore, furthercomer says the crease safer is considered like a safer like a safer shim tafar bghut pishnum sulan according to the mandamama sirtis makers it says the safer tasha tafar bish pishnum sulan than a safer whose sections are stitched together with strands and with threads of linen is puzzle here also that Megillah would be puzzle and it's also called a letter It's not mamish like a sevetary therefore it's not as chamor as a sevetary and if you place three chuten of sinews in it and you tie it together and that's the way you stitch together the Megillah that would be kosher. However, by a we know that the way the sevetary is actually tied together is you have to take stitches and you have to stitch it along the entire way in order that it stays together much stronger as we'll see on Amun base Amram Nachman, explains explains that when you're tying together these sections of the Megillah you actually should keep them equidistant, and therefore you start the first tie of a sinew close to the top of the magilla. You continue down, you do another one, and then you do a third one. But between the sections, from the top till the first tie, to the second tie, to the third tie, and then to the bottom magilla, each section should be equidistant. And therefore, if you have a magilla, for example, that's twelve inches tall, then from the top of the magilla until the first tie would be three inches. Then you would have another three inches till the second tie, another three inches till the third tie, and then from the third tie until the bottom magilla would be left open with. Another three inches. The Gemara now says another din. If you read from Megillah, which is part of Ksuvim, and it was written in one scroll with all the other Ksuvim together, then it cannot can be so It has to be a separate parchment, and it has to be a separate Megillah. And as Rashi says, to be in the Igeris you need its own Igeris to first because you will have more by the fact that it's its own separate parchment. Otherwise, if it's all together, people will just think that you're reading one Ksuvim and this is part of the Seidayayim. As Rashi says, Nikra Kakari mikra it's just like a happenstance we happen to be reading this pasture today. And Umurava rubber states, the only time we said it's Din El is only when the Megillah is not either larger or shorter than the other Ksuvim. However, if it's a little bit different, the size, and if you could tell this is a separate scroll, even though it's tied together with the other Xuvim, then less lombard is not gonna be a problem. Levi Bashmul have a Kakari There was a story where Levi the Son of Shmuel was reading the Megillah in front of Rabbi Huda but Megillah. In a Megillah, which was written and it was attached to another other Ksuvim, and we turned up your test on a base. So Amalei, so Rabbi Yehuda said to Levi Bashmuel, Hari Amu, we already said, and this is actually interesting because it was Rabbi Yehuda that said this in the name of Shmuel, who's the father of Levi. So he's basically saying that your father stated Ben Megillah, sivim, that you're not going to be Yotza. And the Gemara continues: said the name of similar to Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel. Ben Ben If you read it from Megillah, that's Ksuva between Ksuvah you're not going to be Yitzhah unless it's a separate scroll. But then he hit that halacha on its head and he qualified the original halacha and he said, Shana, the only time we learned that in was only when you're reading Bitziba, then it has to be its own scroll. And this makes sense based on the way we explained the problem before. We said it's a problem pursuing Nisa because people that come to Shul and they see someone laning, they're used to people laning in Shul and they won't realize that it's special for perm and special for Megillah Sesta and they won't ask what's going on. In those days, people didn't know how to read and didn't understand anything and therefore it won't cause that Pesuvim However, if you be Echidus, then the people are realizing that you're reading a scroll, it must be a special day, and then they will ask people and therefore there will be Pesuvim And the Torah often actually explains that when the Gemara now says Betzib what it means is that when people from the Quran read it earlier, and it's not on yudal and Tesvav, then you have to read it in a separate scroll. But if it's yudal and Tesvav, then anyone can read it in a Megillah Ksuvim Ben and therefore it makes sense that Levi Bashmuel actually read the Megillah even though it was and even even though L'chayr was B'Tzibah because he was on Yudal and Tezvav and there was no problem pursuing Nisa and that was allowed. continues. He When stitching together the sections of a Sevit Torah, you have to leave a little bit of space at the top of the Sevit Torah, as well as on the bottom of the Sevit Torah, and that's Halach L'Mesh Vim Sinai. Umach However, he hit this Halacha on its head and he said, we only said this El Kadesh not Halach Sinai but the said this as a practical reason because when you pull into a part of and it seems like it's stretching a little bit you'll be able to notice that you're pulling it too far apart because it'll stop pulling back by those edges and therefore you'll realize to leave or go of the safe return and therefore it won't rip apart. And Tais points out that apod Megillah, vushah sfarim, b'inan shi'atvar keeping the time of habit, since this is the reason therefore there is shayach by all as well as on a Megillah. And the Gemara continues that if there would have been even a pinhole of space by the by the cave that Moshe Rabbeinu and Aliya were in, when a Kodesh Baruch Hu passed by, they wouldn't have been able to withstand the light of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. says in the that no one could see a and live through that experience. What does it mean? In the pasuk in Veshchana, and it says, and on the luchais, it says all the words that Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe on Hasina. Sinai. It says. So the Gemara learns out. Malamed teaches us that Kolish Baruch showed to Moshe the Dukrei Taira, and Rashi explains Ruibui and Es in Vegamin, all the things that the Taira includes when it says the words Es as well as Gam, and also Miutin Achim Rakim, all the things that the Taira excludes when it says a of Achim Rak as well as the Dukrei Seif. From says she Dikto Achrenim will Loshay in Mishnas Rishayim, and Kolish Baruch also gave Moshe Abenu Umashas Seif from and what is that? Myneu Mikra that? that? That's referring to Mikra which was also given over to Moshe and before before we start the next Mishnah. Let's just point out two points. First of all, the Rishayim discuss about our Gemara when you have a Ben Krach or you have a Ben Era. so someone from the 15th or someone from the 14th that are in a different city, and really it's not their Chiyav to go and lay on that day. If they would lay for others, would they be able to be Maitzi others their Chiyav? Do we say that Kosha ain't a Machoyib adabba, ain't a Maitzi Yede Achayim or not? I ain't be Rishayim as well as Achayim. In addition, since Rabbein Chanel brings this on this Amad, we'll read Rabbi Chanel that he says as follows. Roshalmi says that from these words we learn out that Racham a and that's why we have Megillah maybe that's the reason why we have Masech Megillah and we don't have a because that happened after the days of Nevi'im and therefore we couldn't add to the Torah and we couldn't make new Mishnayis and we begin the new Mishnah called Megillah everyone is cautious to read the Megillah and the Roshalim explained that the word call is coming to include that even women have a right to read the Megillah and they could be mighty Others that healed. Aside from someone that's a cherish that he can't hear, or a shaita, or a cotton, that they can't be might see others and they can't be yitz themselves. Rabbi However, Rabbi Huda says that it's kosher for a to read a megillah for others. Now we'll get back to this tomorrow as to explain this a little bit better. But the Gemara explains, it's mashma the Mishnah that a cherish shaita cannot read a megillah and if they read it, you wouldn't even be yatsa by the um, Evan. Master Mas, says, Rabbi our mission is going with Yashit Rabbi that's not. We have a Mishnah in Brachos Hakarish Shmah The Shmila Azna La'Aznay now If someone reads Shmah and he can't hear it, then the din is that he's Yitzah, and therefore that applies to a Cherish over there, and the same would apply to a Cherish in our Mishnah that even though he can't hear the Kriya Megillah, he could be Yitzah. Now some Agaris over here differ Rabbi Yehuda, The Mishnah over there doesn't say the words the Rabbi Judah, but certainly it is the words Rabbi Judah. B'yasi, Rabbi Yasi says You wouldn't be Yitzah if you're not Azna, That's Mamish like a Cherish, as Rabbi Nachmanal says. Pirish, and therefore you're not yitzah, and just like Rabbi Yisus says over there, you're not yitzah with the eved. Same thing applies in our Mishnah that if Kharish reads the megillah, he's not yitzah himself because he was not his shmiel and the same would be they can't be mighty others because we have a cloud that if someone can't be mighty themselves, then they can't be mighty others. Now, though it's clear that our Mishnah could go like Rabbi Yisus, but the Gemara wants our Mishnah to go like Rabbi Yehuda that says a that you are yitzah as tayz. Says Mishnah the Pasakasa like since over there we pass like Rabbi Yehuda therefore we want our Mishnah which is a Stam Mishnah to go like a beuda. on that Gemara says who said the Amish is Rabbi Yehesi the Yevad Nameloi and a Kharish is puzzled to read a Megillah even with the Yevad Dilu Rabbi Yehuda he maybe it's going like sheets of Rabbi Yehuda and he's only saying lechatilu a kharish shouldn't read it because he can't hear it had the Yevad Shapidami but if a kharish actually reads it the Yevad he would be Yaitza and he could be mighty others the the Gemara answers Loisakadaitach you can't. I can't say that the Mishnah is Rabbi Huda at all. The Tani, because we said that Mishnah Cheresh the Dushayte Vekatan, we put them together with the Shayte Vekatan. Mas Certainly, a Shayte can't be Yitzah, and it can't be mighty others that have. A Cheresh Diavin Namilai. Also, a kheresh, cannot be mighty others even by the Diavin. Now yes, asks Isa. Why do you have to say a Cheresh and a Shayte have the same din? Maybe Kharish has a din that you're not Yitzah but by the you are, and by a Shayte Vekatan you're not even Yitzah But the Gemara says totally safer by the fact in the safer we said. Rabbi Huda that Rabbi Huda argues on Tanakam and he says that it would be kosher with a cotton leaning and you could be Yitzhak from a cotton. Mechlav the Rasha, lav Rabbi He says, see clearly that the Rasha is not a Sheet of Rabbi Yehuda and therefore it must be that the Rasha is Rabbi Yasi. And we're going to skip the next three lines and the Gemara continues. Vadil Kul Rabbi maybe the entire Mishnah is Rabbi Huda. Betray Gavni Cotton Kitani Law. And the Mishnah is telling us that there are two types of Tanim. the way to read the Mishnah is as follows. Kulk Shaynulikri says, everyone's kosher to read the Megillah. Aside from a cheres shaytavikatim, a cherish can't read a megillah. Look at but b'diavad he would be able to because we're going like the sheet of Rabbi Yuda. And a shaytavikatik can't read a megillah even b'diavad. But v'murim, when do we say a katik can't read a megillah even b'diavad? Cotton shelo yigilah chinuch if it's a cotton that didn't reach the age of chinuch. Cotton Then if there would be a cotton that's a chinuch, and Rashi says the chinuch mitzahs ben ben Essa, and some say even younger than that, that even the cherish, he could be mighty, even a gadol. The reason this is true is because Rabbi Huda is a or that is gila Lechanuch, and therefore in a the Echanami the Mishnah could be going as the Psaq is, like Rabbi Huda, that a cherish is going to be able to be mighty someone, Bidi And Just two quick points. First of all, the Second Testament says, Chutzu Becherish, of course, as we explained, Stam Cherish, HaVe'ina sheme Ve'ina the standard cherish that we talk about in Shas is always someone that doesn't hear and doesn't speak either, and therefore it's considered like a Shaito, HaVe Cherish, but the cherish over here is medabahu who of course he was speaking. Because we said that he was reading Megillah. But Bekechul Chaldvarban really he has a din, like a regular Bekech, he's not a shite at all, and therefore for all mitzvahs he's chayyib and he can be mighty others. <speaking in Hebrew> aside from this thing, which is Mikro Megillah, Shatur Shashmil there's a special din that he has to hear it, and therefore he can't be mighty others. And also on the bottom, Taish just points out the Why was Gemara comparing Mikro Megillah to Kriyashma? Kriyashma is so It says Shema, Shatur Shashmil Aznan, as we learned before, and maybe by Mikro Megillah, there's no din they have to hear. It at all, and where is the demon? How do you know that we should be Middamin Milsala Milsa? So Tyson says that since Megillah is the Rabbanon, therefore we're gonna say call the tikan and therefore you have to hear it, and you can't be Yitzah if you can't hear the Megillah. And number three, there's a Tis Diva that's a very famous Tis that he explains the difference between the Tanakama and Rabbi Huda, whereas the Tanakama says that a Khotin of is not kosher to read a Megillah and it can't be Mighty Gadol. whereas Rabbi Huda says he can. So what's the basis for this machalikis? So Tysus it explains, really a Drabunan could be the Apicah Drabunan. However, over here, we're talking about a cotton that's a Gila Chinuch. His only chib of reading the Megillah today is because of a Drabunan of Chinuch. In addition, the whole Mikra Megillah is also a Drabunin. Therefore, you have two buttons against one Drabunan of the Gadol, and therefore two Drabunans cannot be mighty, one drabun. Whereas Rabbi Huda holds that no, it doesn't make a difference. Once you're on a level of a drabun, therefore a cotton can be mighty, a Gadol, and we will stop over here.